Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Monday, January 23rd. U.S. equity futures are down small, so you have S&P futures off 7 points. That's about 17 basis points. NASDAQ futures are down 20 points, which is also about 17 basis points. And then the Dow futures are down 15 points, which is 5 basis points. Europe's major indices are trading flat to up about 10 basis points. Big outperformance in tech, so the European tech index is up over 1%, also seeing relative outperformance in autos, industrials, and basic resources. You're seeing underperformance in healthcare, media, insurance, uh, staples, and uh, utilities. And then in Asia, you had several markets that were closed. So you really, the major market that was open um, was Japan, which traded very well. So the Nikkei rallied about 1.3%. You had Hong Kong, mainland China. Taiwan, South Korea, and others all were closed today. So very, very slow morning in Asia. Um, very slow morning in general, as far as U.S. markets are concerned as well. No major earnings um, out this morning internationally. No big economic numbers internationally. Um, you did have a um, Wall Street Journal Fed article that hit yesterday morning around 7 a.m., somewhat dovish in tone, just talking about how the Fed is slowing the pace further and tightening and starting the conversation about when they are going to end the rate hike process. Nothing really all that dramatic in that article, kind of confirming existing expectations expectations among investors in that the Fed has probably at most 50 basis points left of hiking, perhaps um, just 25 basis points. You know, they could end the, the hiking cycle at next week's meeting, um, but, you know, probably 50 basis points in total left. But in general, you're seeing this theme of central banks kind of winding down. So the Bank of Canada this Wednesday could be the first big central bank to finish hiking. So they have 25 basis points due this Wednesday. Um, and then that could be the last move for the Bank of Canada. So an important data point just in that they were one of the first and most aggressive central banks going back several quarters um, in, in raising their policy rate. They could wrap up this Wednesday, which is obviously an important data point. Um, and then, like I said, the Fed perhaps could uh, do the same Next Wednesday, and then the RBA, the uh, Royal Bank of Australia, also could finish um, on February 7th. So definitely kind of entering into this new realm of monetary policy whereby central banks are, are finishing up their tightening cycle. Certainly, you have other central banks that have a ways to go, including the ECB um, and then obviously the BOJ, which kind of just started. Um, but like I said, as far as incremental news for today versus a Friday close, really not a whole lot to talk about. I think circling back to Friday, you had obviously huge moving markets. Um, you know, the Bears had a lot of conviction last year. Um, you know, they had to watch the market rally year to date, but then they started to recapture some of their conviction last week, especially Wednesday and Thursday. Um, you know, the Friday move put the bulls back into control of the market. I think Friday was catalyzed in large part by earnings. You had a bunch of reports. Thursday night, Friday morning, that weren't as bad as feared. Um, you know, Ally Financial, Netflix, PPG, uh, Silicon Valley Bank Corp, State Street, et cetera. All those stocks saw huge moves on Friday after their reports. Um, you know, and I think if the rest of the season plays out like it did Thursday night, Friday morning, um, you know, it's going to put the bulls increasingly in control of the tape, especially if you have monetary and inflationary tailwinds, um, you know, to the extent we've been seeing. So disinflationary forces, especially in the U.S., continue to gather strength. You get the PCE this Friday for December. Um, I think more important is going to be next Tuesday, you get the employment cost index. Um, that's one day before the Fed meeting, the employment cost index for 
uh, Q4. That's something that Brainerd in her speech last week called out as, as something she'll be watching very closely. Um, but in general, I think you're seeing disinflationary forces in the U.S. gather strength, um, and that's giving the Fed cover to kind of wind down its uh, tightening process. Um, in terms of today's calendar specifically, there's really not much. You just have a couple of earnings before the open, um, including Baker Hughes and um, Synchrony Financial. Looking out over the course of this week, so the big macro events are going to be the flash PMIs coming out tomorrow morning. That's going to give you the first kind of comprehensive look at growth in the month of January. The Bank of Canada meeting on Wednesday, like I mentioned, and then the PCE for December on Friday. Um, you also are going to get the U.S. Q4 GDP number, the first look at it on Thursday. Um, you know, this number gets the most attention and kind of tells you the least as far as what's happening in the economy. Um, you know, so it really doesn't usually impact markets. I doubt it will this time around. And then for earnings this week, um, so again, nothing really super incremental today, but starting um, tomorrow, you have Microsoft kicks off big cap tech earnings season uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, other re major reports this week. Boeing, AT&T, Tesla, um, Comcast, Blackstone, Intel, Visa, American Express, Charter, Chevron, um, and a bunch of others. So certainly this is kind of the first really busy week of earnings um, beyond just financials. So financials kicked things off last week, but you start, you're going to get a broader subsect, uh, sub, uh, you're going to get a broader look at the economy with reports this week. And that is pretty much everything for today, Monday, January 23rd. Thank you for listening.